On this week's breaking news, LEGO and Nintendo are coming out with a brand new theme. Let's take a quick jump across the pond for a supersonic flight, and the new Dungeons & Dragons set gets some new artwork. So stay tuned for this week's breaking news. But first I want to talk about a really cool store, a Brick Monarch Shop. This website is designed for all those AFLs out there that are looking for some great t-shirts with classic logos, some home decor you can put on your walls such as shields, and some other great iconic aspects from the LEGO history. You can head over to the link in our description for Brick Monarch Shop and you can get a discount of 10% off using Back to Brick 10. That's Back to Brick 10, the number two. So head over there so you can get some really cool AFL swag. All right, now let's get to the breaking news. Lego. 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 Breaking news. Breaking news. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett, and this is the podcast where we talk with fellow AFLs about their Lego designs, and we get down to the breaking news to talk about all things Lego has been up to for the past week. Thank you all for tuning in, as always, to the podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you for coming and joining the team here as we talk about Lego and talk with other Lego fans. It's always a fun experience just to, well, surround yourself with Lego, as I do every single day of my life. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast then you can keep up on all the latest news each week and for our special interviews that happen somewhat infrequently but still enough that it is enjoyable to hear the story of designers from around the world and learn about their builds if you really want to support the podcast you can put a patron over at our patreon page you'll be called a lego stud that is what our members are called i always like to thank our current members franco patelli dylan evans jimmy tucker ryan s david cam russell and Derek. Eric Graf. They are big supporters of the podcast and I appreciate them always being there and keeping up the conversation, talking and enjoying the podcast. So if you want to do the same, you can go over on our Patreon and become a Lego stud. Now for a bit of the admin, this past weekend was Brick Fair Virginia and it was an awesome event. I really enjoyed getting to meet a bunch of new people, see some creative designs and just, well, of course, interacting with the Lego community. We were only able to go on Sunday because we had some obligations on Saturday. So it wasn't enough time. I need to go more. And I think next year I'm going to have a booth. I'm going to put up some of the Lego sets that I've built. Well, Lego mocks that I've built. I just need to buy some of the parts and just interact with everybody throughout the week. I mean, it's, it's interesting to hear like, you know, I'm in my thirties. Is it interesting to, you know, actually stay for the entire week or how do you feel about it? And I guess I'm not that far. It's like an hour and a half drive back home. So it's not like I have to stay in the hotel area there, maybe a couple days just to interact with people. But I was lucky enough to meet some fans of the podcast and some podcast guests. We had two members from the CW Lug designers that came on on Brick 20, which was episode 21 in season one way back in 2020. And also got to meet with Rarest Lego minifigure, the Lego collector. That was episode eight back in 2020. So some real callbacks there. Both of their podcast episodes are in the description, so you can go back and listen to our conversations. I also had the chance to meet with a fan, ABC Bricks, or at Louisiana Lighting, who is a full-time BrickLink um, seller, which I've never actually learned much about, so maybe we'll have a sit-down conversation with him, and LDD underscore model maker. He's a wonderful designer that does a lot of um, military as well as space and avatar and all these really interesting builds that also come up on Brick Vault. So they were really great to interact with and I can't wait to do it more. 
maybe not just at Brick Fair Virginia, but maybe I'll be traveling and going to some other ones. So just stay tuned and maybe I'll release a schedule of the places I'm going to be headed so that we can sit down, chit chat, and well, build some Lego. And just to tack on before we start the episode, I'm going to, of course, do a LEGO set review at the end of this episode. This week's episode set review is going to be focused on set 75360 Yoda's Jedi Starfighter. So make sure to stick around at the end of this week's breaking news report. All right, that's enough for admin today. Let's get into this week's breaking news. Lego's opening up a new Lego store, this time in Virginia Beach. Lego continues to expand its retail area, as what we talked about. They're setting up a new store in Dublin, Ireland, and there's probably a ton more. This one just called out to me because, well, it's not that far from me, and my sister lives there, which means that she can go and buy Lego far easier and then people on uh, or visiting Virginia Beach can do the same. It'll open in November and you can probably have some fun opening day or grand opening day events as they like to do that and give out some interesting and fun gifts that of course are exclusive during that grand opening time frame. So go check it out when it opens in November. The Lego Discovery Center in Springfield, Virginia has finally opened. This past Wednesday, they had a ribbon-cutting ceremony and is now open for the first to-play days. That'll happen all the way from now until August 13th. Then it'll be open for um, a wider audience on the 14th and 15th. This is the first Discovery Center within this area. Also, they do have the closest one, I think, is in Philadelphia, and then there's, of course, one in New York. But the difference is this one is the latest and greatest. They have a 4D cinema, space mission area, and, of course, the Lego Tree of Imagine which they like to put through all their discovery centers, similar to the one that is in the Lego house. There's an Imagination Express train and a bunch of other areas, newer one like the Duplo Park zone and a bunch of minifigures. They also have a section dedicated to, of course, displaying large models and focused around all the buildings that we know and love from the D.C. area. So the White House, the Washington Monument, the Lincoln Memorial. And it's a massive building, or I guess not building, it's part of the mall. It's 32,000 square feet. It has um, great features for all kids aged 2 to 12. And it's, uh, well, unfortunately, not for adults. They'll probably have adult nights as they like to do in Discovery Centers, but I don't know if that calendar has come out yet. I know I'd like to drive over there. It's a little bit farther, but I know my lug will probably go to one of those nights and it'd just be fun to experience it. Or I'll just have to borrow someone's kid and go and uh, enjoy it. Our friends have kids in Philadelphia, so that's a bit of a drive, but it'll definitely be a fun experience to just enjoy that part of Lego since Discovery Centers are a great way to have families get to experience Legoland without actually going to one. It's 50 years of Dungeons and Dragons. Now, unfortunately, I have never played. I've tried to join a couple like beginner leagues, but I just never find the time. I'd like to do that soon. And if you're a big D&D fan, you're going to be excited, of course, about Lego Ideas having a Dungeons and Dragons set. They've already released the uh, images of what it'll be. Of course, it's just the designer model, but they are still working on trying to build it. And it's very focused on Lego ideas. So they had a contest and who would design the instruction cover. And it was, of course, um, 
submitted by people to um, have their designs made, and it was voted on by the LEGO community. And the winner was Chainsaw U and the Epic Battle Relief Painting. So it shows like when you look at a relief where kind of like hieroglyphics, wow, I can't say that word, is recessed in, and it's got the villains versus the heroes, and in the middle is a 20-sided dice. It's a really cool idea. It definitely pays uh, homage to the D&D, uh, well, gameplay, especially with the 20-sided dice. So for all those that are celebrating 50 years of D&D, this will be an awesome set, and that artwork will be a great representation on the front for your journey into the D&D world with LEGO. At Brick Bear, Virginia, there were some amazing mocks, of course, and beautiful designs from designers all over the country, and I'm pretty sure a couple people from around the world. One that was a big call-out during the event was a Super Mario Bowser's Castle. What was cool about it is it had different interactive features where it had rivers of lava that actually moved with the lighting features. And then if you wanted to play, you could pick up as player one or player two. And if you showed it in front of the gate, the gate would open and then it was time to play. This was designed and built by Lego master Chelsea Chesterman. And you'll find videos of it all over the internet on TikTok and Instagram. And hopefully as there's conventions going on year round, she'll be bringing it to different conventions so you you can see it in person. It's a really impressive build and having that lava flow or water is just such a cool integral part of that build. And I'd love to see that happen in the Lego set itself because we do have a lot of movement and, you know, with the lighthouse having motorized parts, there's definitely got a way, a way to have some flowing rivers or lava rivers for future Lego sets. Now, Lego Masters has been a phenomenon that continues to grow around the world. We've got new countries, we've got the classics such as the UK, Australia, and the United States. And a lot of people who watch the shows, of course, are big Lego fans. There's a lot of cult following on it, not just based on the Lego, but on the teamwork. A lot of shows, especially in America, are very cutthroat. They're trying to win the prize, but... Of course, there is a prize for LEGO Masters, but a lot of it is based on teamwork. As they come together to build as a two-pair team, these really creative designs competing with others. The camaraderie and the teamwork and the friendship is a big part of the show. Without it, I don't think LEGO would show its inclusivity and just the way of building a team. And with Season 4 starting here soon for the United States, it's a good opportunity to see that building and the teamwork going through. So you can check it out on Fox when it comes out this September. I've talked about before that Disney is putting up a bunch of murals around the world celebrating their 100th anniversary. And it's not just designers from Lego, the company, but designers from all walks of life. And this one, her name is Kristen Texaria, the New York-based abstract painter, got to work on one of the murals that is being displayed and built in New York this past July. It includes 220,000 pieces, as I've said. So you can look back at some of the previous episodes to talk about it. But the interview was really great. It described how she learned to love Lego and continued her love of Disney and got to bring it together. And she said, it's sort of wild to me that I was just like a little kid watching these films, playing with Lego bricks, and now I'm able to do something in such a huge scale. It's a great article, and I'll post it in the description if you want to read it and get an inside look at well, designers' interest in both Disney and Lego and getting the opportunity to have those passions come together. 
A few small Lego sets have appeared on Lego's website for September. Now there are six total and they're they're interesting. One is kind of an arcade style, another is a mixer, small bowling alley, a little birdhouse, and they're all in these circle plates, well bases. So it kind of looks like you put it on a, a, a board or somewhere to play. I also think of it as like the dimension style that they had, the little cups that had the, or Pox, excuse me, that had the little QR code to recognize it in-game. But the, there's no real reason for these, I guess, yet. Maybe they're on additions for like uh, little gifts with purchase, or not gifts with purchase, like polybag style that you can add to maybe friend sets. But uh, I don't know. I mean, September's right around the corner, so we'll find out. But they are just the small designs with minimal detailing to it. But it, it does look like we might get a game out of it. Now this set I was very excited about, the Lego Concord, which was leaked about a week ago and they did have a rumor of it coming out this week and being Thursday, usually it comes out Friday. Either way, it's set 10318, the Concord brought to you by Lego and Airbus. It's 2,083 pieces, 18 plus and $200. It'll be available on the 4th of September. Now this is a super amazing aircraft, especially if you're a uh, aviation buff. It does have the long fuselage. It has the dipping nose because well, when they were flying and trying to land, they couldn't really see it, uh, the landing area. Um, what I think is some unique areas is it has this really interesting gear system. So when you actually twist the nose cone, that's when they both or all three of the wheels will pop out. It does have a section you can open up to see the seating as well as a bathroom. And it was luxury seating. And I, I mean, to get from the United States to London took three and a half hours. Now there's a challenge I'm gonna put out there because I'm gonna try it myself once I get the set. Can you build the entire set faster than it took for the Concorde to travel there? That's 2.04 uh, times the speed of sound that it traveled that distance. Let's see if you can build a Lego set that quickly. Very excited. Love the idea. The commercial for it was great. Very minimal, but worked well for the adult audience that it's catering to. Now, as we said last week, it's almost Christmas time. That that means that everyone's going to start their shopping early to buy all the gifts for everybody that, um, well, not not just Lego, but specifically for people who love Lego very soon. And there's actually a bunch of British toy stores that decided, well, let's start the prediction process of what will be the top selling toys for this year's Christmas season. And a lot of them actually called out that Star Wars and Marvel Lego sets will be at the top. People might say, well, what about Barbie? Yeah, Barbie's probably still up there, but having such a demand for this, it can only be predicted as the number one toy brand in the world to have this become such a, a big part of the Christmas season. Barbie is starting to pick up a little bit, but Lego is always the biggest seller all year round and nothing tends to beat it. Star Wars is most likely to be the top. I'm gonna say that that's probably accurate for my sake, <laughs> as there's so many sets out there that are great, not only for the adult realm, but Star Wars is, as they continue to come out with more and more things. So just uh, if you're interested in a set, probably pick it up sooner rather than later. Wait for those double VIP point days, of course, but Christmas will come around the corner and you don't want to miss out on that set for you, your loved ones, or just random people. We talked about the Lego Dreams sleepover party where you could go in in your PJs and get something. Now they're doing the Lego Dreams PJ premiere party. This one is at the flagship stores. The two that are called out specifically are the store on Fifth Avenue, that's the Rockefeller Center, and the store West Edmonton 
in New York City. It'll happen today at 8 a.m. And on that event, you'll get to see some of the episodes, make and take a tiny turtle van, and of course, snacks. The Brick Factory, or excuse me, the Minifigure Factory will have exclusive designs as well. And there are only 85 spots. Uh, I guess it's filling up pretty quick. So if you'd like to go do that, take your kids and have a fun time in their PJs on a Friday morning. I wish I could just get off and had a kid to take two. When the first modular sets came out early 2007, there were some great details, of course, in the exterior, not much on the inside, but the best part also was the price point. At $140, it was easy to start building your city. You didn't have to break the bank to have buildings that would integrate into a good uh, street style and build on from there. But the, the latest one, the Jazz Club, is now selling for $230. And then, they've, of course, they've had some of the bigger ones, like the town, um, the town square or town center, and even more expensive than that. So as we continue to see these sets get more intricate and detailed and new colors and all that, it's going to get higher. It's going to be harder for you to build your Lego City out of the modular sets. I mean, I've already passed up quite a few myself, and that it sucks, but I also don't build them as often because, well, there's so many other things. But for people who do like the modular sets, it's hard to see each one as they come in every two years and just keep cycling through and having to afford those and take them away from some of the other sets. There have been some good designs and some bad, as we know, but the detailing is great. It's just, are you willing to pay the price to get that detail and still be able to build your city? Last week, I talked about a new series of Lego sets that is rumored, and we didn't really have any idea what it was. But now there's been some indication that it's going to be Lego Animal Crossing. I am a huge fan of the series. I had it when it was on the Nintendo DS, and now I have it on the Switch. I even got the Switch Animal Crossing version. So I'm excited to see these sets. It looks like we're going to get a range of sets from $15 to $75. Likely to also get, as rumored, brickheads for those. And I wonder what they'll do. Are they going to do the town hall? Is this the beginning of a series or is it just a small iteration of them? You got to start out with the tent, of course, and then they're going to do the land area. But are there going to be minifigure scale or something else? It, there's so many options to it, and hopefully we see some really great designs uh, in it. The $75 set right now is rumored to have 535 pieces. So that means that they're probably doing some new molds or bigger sets playability. Maybe they'll do it like the Minecraft style. Either way, these are going to be really fun sets. I know that a lot of people who are big fans of Animal Crossing probably will adapt them and build their city or their island the way that they want it. So looking forward to seeing those come out sometime in the late to early next year. Well, it's finally been revealed, as we talked about probably two months ago at this point, the Houses of the World set has finally been revealed. This is Houses of the World set three. It is a Swedish, uh, Switzerland-style home. You will get it if you spend over $250, and this can be added on to, of course, the two other sets that have already been sold. Uh, I think there was the um, North African style, and I honestly don't remember the other Moroccan style. I don't remember the other one. It's a nice little set, not something that I'm interested in collecting. It does remind me of like something you would find when they did the builds at Toys R Us, but a little bit more detail. But that'll be coming out soon, so you can check that out on lego.com. 
Well, we have another Lego video game on the way, and recently it's been leaked that there is a Harry Potter game in the works. Now, you might wonder why this could be a bad thing, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it, but really the the thing is Lego hasn't done a Harry Potter game in quite some time, so I'm very excited to see it come out. But the problem is with a leak, the expectations might be too high for something to come out and not be exactly what you're expecting. Similar to what happened with the uh, Hogwarts Legacy game, it didn't really live up to what was hyped. As far as I know, I, I haven't actually played it myself. But we're going to see it similar to probably Sky, um, the Skywalker saga with the open world style, different characters. Hopefully they do a, a good job with just the creative side, but still sticking to the story as much as possible with whatever side quests there are. And I don't know when this will come out, and I'm not sure if we should or if you should seek out the leaks at this point because, of course, it's in a very, very early stage and way before beta. I, I bet we'll not see it for at least another year or two, so just hang out but anticipate that we're going to get a really nice Harry Potter game here soon. The LEGO Group has received another award. This time they received the Games for Change Industry Leadership Award. The award is meant to recognize companies making remarkable social impact contributions in the games industry. So not just in uh, the video games, but also just adaption to the physical world as well, soccer, and just getting kids to extend their viewpoint and understand that there's more out there to play. And they said, we wanted to acknowledge these companies because of the amazing work that they do, but also to offer inspiration to a large community to see what's possible. And hopefully we'll drive more uh, interest and in activity in game and interactive media content for social good. That's really awesome. Uh, I know that they called out specifically for the Drive 2K and what they've done with the soccer set. So it, it's fun. And it just means that play is still a big part of, of course, the worldview. But Lego is doing a great job to continue to promote it. All right. The Marvel minifigures are coming out in cardboard boxes. That doesn't bode well for people who are looking to get the all of them. Because how are you going to know unless you rip them all apart, which people will still do. But if you want to do it the right way, as I talked about this last week, weigh them. And guess what? You don't even have to do it now to figure out which ones are which because somebody has already done it. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can also find the list online if you don't have the chance to write it down. Moon Knight is 20 grams. Mr. Knight is 18 grams. Hawkeye is 18 grams. Kate Bishop is 21. Echo is 17. Wolverine, 19. Storm, 19. Beast, 18. Agatha Harkness, 22. Goliath, 17. Wolf. Werewolf by Night, 17, She-Hulk, 19. As you can see, there's some crossovers because, well, it doesn't mean that they're going to all have different weights. But Agatha Harkness being 22, that's that's pretty crazy. I bet it's because of the cloth is pretty heavy. And I think she has the uh, like a dress piece for her legs. But there you go. Those ones will help. You can bring a mini scale in. Or you can probably already have some of the people in the Lego store that might be helpful for that. There are also sometimes the SKU numbers you can figure out. It's going to be a whole new process. And good luck to all those out there. I just had my friend and I bought a whole box so that we know we're covered. If you live in Europe, there's going to be a make-and-take event for Harry Potter fans. With the release of the new Gringotts Bank, they're going to actually give you the chance to build your own Harry Potter wand. They've done this before. I'm pretty sure it's the same wand. It's just two by 
two round bricks that are stack on top and make make it look like a wand. Now, from September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, you can find it at the British location in Leicester Square, and then on the 1st and 2nd in other European countries. So you can check those out if you want to have those build events. If you're going in to get the Gringotts Bank already, you might have the chance to step in at the, the right time to get that gift of purchase. And our final bit of news is a rumor of a new callback or refresh of an older set. This one is the Lego Moments space. It's going to be about a hundred, or excuse me, a thousand pieces, a hundred dollars, and it's likely to be a large black ship with two minifigures and different heads, hair, and customizing them. It's rumored to be released sometime in October. And the set itself is probably another callback to like Blacktron, uh, which was um, off the classic space set series. So that'll be cool. Another space theme. I wish they did like a large scale uh, classic minifigure like they did or upscale minifigure like they just recently did. And there's so many other things that I'm very excited to see. Hopefully we'll see some other classics come back. Adventures and Rock Raiders are at the top of my list. So we'll stay tuned and maybe they'll get those Bionicles also up there too. Fingers crossed we'll see something in the end of this year and next year. All right, everyone, that's all I have for the breaking news. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to support the Patreon, please do. No ads, some cool gifts, discussions, all kinds of fun activities over there. Please come out and support the podcast through the Patreon. And now we'll move into our set review. This set is Yoda's Jedi Starfighter set 75360. It's an A plus set, 253 pieces and 227 VIP points. There are ratings and this is four ratings and it's four out of five stars. The set comes to a cost of $35. You do get two minifigures. Um, you get R2-D2 and you get Yoda. Now, it is not a new mold for Yoda or new printing on his robes. There was a rumor that it would be based on the Lucasfilm one that was given out to employees, but it doesn't seem that that happened. R2-D2 is just your standard R2-D2. Nothing really crazy about that. The set itself has been made before. The Jedi Starfighter for Yoda is a little bit smaller. It does look like the ones Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan used in the Clone War. No, uh, the Revenge of the Sith. And I don't know actually where it's appeared before. Maybe in one of the TV shows. It's a smaller cockpit. It does fit Yoda inside because he doesn't have bending legs. He just stands up. Uh, R2-D2 sits in the back and kind of looks over the area, um, over top. So he's not really recessed as much. It does have four wings that spread out kind of in a, um, a V-shaped pattern on either side. And it is playability features underneath. There are two rocket launchers that, you know, if you touch them, they will eject out and at anything, well, that you're shooting at. Just make sure to look at the image for the do not shoot people's eyes out. The box art is just going to be the Starfighter itself with the minifigures and also a um, 501 clone trooper on the front left corner. The Overall, it's a classic Star Wars playable playable set. There's going to be stickers. There are not going to be printed pieces. It's $35. If you like Yoda, it's, you get a Yoda. It's a Starfighter. I don't see it as iconic, though, at least from my perspective, the ships that I know. So it's, uh, it's okay. I, I wish that they would do the uh, ones from Revenge of the, si Revenge of the Sith. Again, the Anakin and Obi-Wan, I'd love a F U UCS class one of that. Maybe we will as we're getting popular in the 
prequel movies, but I digress. This one is okay. Uh, it's $35. It's a little expensive, I think, for the piece count itself and just not... I honestly wouldn't recommend buying it. But if you want to buy the set, you can actually go into the description and there is an affiliated link where you can purchase it on lego.com and also help the podcast. And then you get to buy Lego, which is pretty cool. So that's all I have for our set review today. Thank you so much, everyone, again, for sticking around. For everyone that I met at Brick Fair and all those that I didn't, I apologize that I didn't meet you but I was there and I will be again. I'm going to be traveling to some other shows, so hopefully it will see more people and interact. And I'll leave you as I always do. Get creative, get out there and go build something. Mm-hmm.